The design of a republic contains a fundamental error. Republics were formed to replace monarchy and autocratic authority, but the founders never recognized or fully appreciated the dangers of the tyranny of the majority. Republics created constitutional protections for minorities, but they did not consider the corrosive power of greed on the body politic. Republics failed to protect those who had the greatest legitimate right to power. It is not we the people who have the greatest right to rule, it is the ones who pay the bills. The people have no right to rule and no right to access assets belonging to property owners nor to give anyone else the authority to use wealth belonging to citizens. Majorities cannot legitimize robbery. No matter how many persons agree with something, it does not become right, moral, true, or just. This sanctifying power of the popular vote is an error that Democrats made. However, it was an error adopted in full measure by all republics. Also, all men are created equal. All persons have inalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But this is a negative right, not a positive one. No person has the authority to deprive anyone else of anything in pursuit of what they think they are entitled to. The right to liberty does not mean anyone has the right to take what belongs to another. The inalienable right to life, for example, does not mean anyone owes others the necessities of life, let alone immortality. But the right to have or pursue something is belied by the power inherent in a democracy, a power which entitles the majority to eliminate whatever rights it so chooses from any group in the nation. The political power of the people is supposed to be both inalienable and unbounded. If this is so, how can the subjects of a state have inalienable rights? Indeed, what does an election do but deprive subjects of their electoral rights for a period of time? The negative right not to be deprived of a social good does not mean anyone has a positive right to the good. The right not to be deprived of freedom is not the same as the right to be ensured freedom is provided to you. The phrase that prefaces the Bill of Rights ought to have stated, all persons are created equal and have the inalienable right not be deprived of life, liberty, or the pursuit of happiness, but society, nor an individual, has the duty to provide rights to any person or persons. We all have a right to a car, but not necessarily the car and certainly no right to the funds to purchase one. In short, no one owes anyone anything. Yet, the Republic created a constitution with explicit guarantees and a bill of rights with no provision for the payment of the related costs. One problem that comes with free speech is who pays the costs that some speech generates. If a speaker harangues a crowd to riot, who pays the costs created by the rioters? We have a right to what we create, but we have no obligation to pay debts or service the costs of any other person, nor has anyone a claim on anything we create. However, this also stipulates no person living or dead has a claim on anything created by God. Republics have borrowed much from the East. The founders of the American Republic seems to have been aware of what it was taking from the West, but not what came from the East. But much of what is Western rightfully belongs in the East. There is a clear line of demarcation between them. By making the line visible, the assertion will be substantiated. The East is legalistic. But legalistic systems are at their root, emotionally driven. All law is opinion codified as a regulation. But the opinion is grounded in an emotional reaction to a physical event. Thus, the East does not do well with science and objective studies. 
It is too emotionally driven and its laws merely promote an emotional reaction to a set of physical events. The legal system always verges on dogmatism and autocracy simply because emotions do not tolerate moderation. The East tends to be more phenomenological than the West, but a still clearer and more distinct line can be drawn between them. The East has a reliance on physical power, which is why it embraces phenomenological ideas. The influence of the East causes the left to tend towards socialism when manifested in the Northern sphere. The phenomenology that infects the East is also manifested as identity politics. The West rejects the idea that reality is physical and the belief that government is based on might makes right. If the East embraces the regulatory state, the West tends towards the mechanisms of the market to produce order and give society a direction. Republics and Western governments in general have become enmeshed in the politics of power, especially the politics of majority power, despite its constitutional provisions for the marginalized. The power of the people is as foolish an idea as the divine right of kings. Timocracy puts power into the hands of the citizen, not the state. Meaning the citizen can veto the governing authority rather than the state vetoing the will of the citizen. Timocracy is the realization of the concept of the sovereign citizen. However, to understand what this means and how it works there is the need to limit the authority of the citizen to those who are property owners. The power to veto the citizen and his rights as a property owner is absolutism. The constitutional power to veto the state requires a timocracy. It was property owners that brought down monarchy and it is the property owner that will put an end to democracy. The Constitution of the U.S. does not make clear the veto power of the sovereign citizen or property owner. Instead, veto power was trusted to the three branches of government. This division of power helps block the power of the mob and other special interest groups, but it does not fulfill the needs of those who have the natural right to power. Timocracies cannot be built top-down. To attempt to build a democratic organization top-down circumvents the rights of sovereign citizens. That is, citizens have a right to what they pay for and a right not to pay for benefits given to others. The constituent element of a timocracy is the sovereign citizen or property owner. To create a sovereign citizen, there must be a way for people to create wealth and retain ownership of it. In short, the existence of a sovereign citizen depends on the citizen being free to build a timocracy. Timocracy is a prerequisite for the existence of a sovereign citizen, and the sovereign citizen is the necessary component of a timocracy. A timocracy is formed from sovereign citizens who exercise their sovereign right to create value and form property. The power to say no to an attempt to expropriate property from a property owner is the ultimate power. It takes as few as three persons to form a timocracy. Timocracy formation has two phrases. The creation phrase is the citizen specializing in such a way as to create value for the democratic republic. But the other phrase is fulfilled when citizens divest themselves of the assets they have no right to. Divestment requires citizens reassign public or semi-public assets to the democratic trust. A democratic trust is a transformative organization that spearheads the process of reform. Up to 15 persons donate a range of assets to the trust. Assets are of three kinds, physical, human, and technological. Physical assets might be land or money. Human assets are labor. 
Technological assets are things such as equipment, materials, and tools. The trust compensates depositors with equity issued on the value of the assets provided. An investment of $500 worth of assets is matched by 500 units of equity issued as preferred shares and deposited in the member's trust account. Members are persons with an account held by the trust. Thus, becoming a member in the Democrat movement involves finding or starting a trust and opening an account with the trust by means of making a deposit. By divesting oneself of assets and receiving equity in the form of preferred shares issued by the trust property owners gain control over the things that they actually create, their equity. A group of women who deposit various tools and pieces of equipment to a housekeeping trust receive preferred shares as compensation. These preferred shares are used as an equity-based currency called prefers and designated by the symbol. The members of the trust are paid a living wage for doing housekeeping chores for other members. This work gives them credits that can be used to hire caregivers or other trust members as the need arises. As assets are donated to different trusts, more and more products and services are made available to members. Eventually, all the goods and services a member needs will be purchased from Timocrats using prefers. There will no longer be the need for conventional forms of money and the trusts will be independent of the liberal system. Needless to say, this process repairs all the errors found in republics and democratic systems of government.